Welcome to Why Wait? Look better, feel better, be your best from the inside out with me, Georgette LePage. Tune in each month as Dr. Pat Vasily and I discuss topics that are often seen as roadblocks to weight loss. Each discussion will offer you practical solutions for transformational changes. Being healthy doesn't have to be hard or impossible. Empowering yourself with new strategies and new ideas can jumpstart your healthy journey and bring forth a tidal wave of joyful, positive results. I live and breathe what I teach. Allow me to be living proof of what can work for you. Your brain is your best asset, so you'll learn how to take charge of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. Are you ready for the real results you want? We'll see you there. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We have a great show lined up for um, you today. It's, it's a very important show. And, you know, you're listening to Why Wait. This is the show. Look better, feel better, be your best from the inside out. And the host of the show is Georgette LePage. And just if you don't remember um, who she is, one of the things you may want to know is this is her body of work. This is her passion, her life's path. And it's not always about, you know, being healthy and, you know, how hard it is to do that. But it's about understanding how we discover the joys of healthier body, mind, spirit, all of that together. Um, she has a phenomenal coaching platform. And every day, this is about messaging, which has to do with empowerment, new ideas, strategies, how to jumpstart our journey. But more importantly, the mental and physical health that come forward to allow us to live a more joyful and positive life. And she does this from a number of different ways. Why Wait, W-E-I-G-H-T, is about the ongoing battle we have with ourselves about how to look better. And, you know, a lot of times we don't even want to take that on. Today, she's taken on a very important topic, and it is one that people are attempting to look at now. There is a reason why so many people have not gone back to their old jobs. I have a couple of friends, and they are not going to go back to where they worked, and they're very clear about that, but they do not know what their future self looks like. They're attempting to find it out. Today, Georgette is bringing to us this show, My Future Self. Who is she and what is she like inside and out? And Georgette, we have a very super cool perspective and way you're looking at this. You're actually going to use an iconic figure that is near and dear to your heart. Tell us about that. Tell us about her. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. And we are so excited. Today is um, a huge topic. It's perfect timing in the world. Um, Great time for people to kind of dig in and decide, okay, things are not back to normal, but they're a new normal and we're moving forward. And what would you like that to look like? Probably something that, you know, usually we don't stop and think about. We just go. So um, perfect time in your life right now to take a look at where you are and most importantly, where you would like to go, who you would like to be inside and out. So just to kind of give a little jump start, um, four years ago, I decided to sign up for a free tennis lesson here in our neighborhood. And I knew nothing about tennis. It looked fun. I had a racket, but never used it. 
And I decided to kind of dig right in. And it's four years later. I'm much better than what I was. And I have a great group of friends from it. And it puts gets me outside, gets me motivated. And something also came from it. I learned a lot about a special lady who I admire greatly. Um, and I really put her up on a high pedestal because that is Serena Williams. And I have learned more about her because I'm so interested in how she operates and what she thinks and how she is just in love with being herself. And that is a big piece of what I try to do when I work with people, um, when I coach them. And it's not an easy thing. And I've learned a lot about her. And just to watch her and watch how she handles herself is a lesson for everybody. So I'm going to weave that in today because we have a lot to dive into to talk about. And, you know, what was it about about her that caught your attention? Because, you know, of course, you know, many people are talking about the film, but this she was somebody on your radar even before that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. I know. I remember even before I started to play tennis, I was just um, in awe at how she and her sister um, just became such superstars. And that's, you know, we, we never all really know the backstory, but I've learned the backstory and I've learned what hard work and dedication she put into that and how she was trained from a very young age for so many great life skills. Um, and the thing that sticks out the most to me is how she is so confident and how she loves herself and she doesn't really care what other people think about her. She is who she is. Um, that's the thing that sticks out the most to me. But I just, I admire her greatly. And every time someone puts her down or criticizes an outfit or, you know, you came back too fast after having a child, um, I just watch and see how she handles it. And I, I admire it so much, so very much, because we could all learn from that. Um, as we talk about that today, we'll have some ideas for that. Yeah. And, you know, part of the conversation today, if we could just kind of recap it for people, is we're going to talk about, you know, how this woman really sees herself, you know, and how does that relate to many of us? I mean, this is the question we have to ask ourselves. What does my future self look like and feel like? Isn't that the question that you're exploring with people, with clients, but also really having a sense of how that played out for Serena Williams. Oh, absolutely. It's a great question to ask someone, to have someone ask themselves um, when you start to work on a goal is first of all, to see where are you now and where do you want to go? What's your, mm -hmm. what's your big end goal? Where, where do you want to get? How do you want to get there is mm -hmm. how we figure it out along the way. Um, and for Serena Williams, what we see now, you know, how famous she is and how, how, what a great career she has had it started somewhere. She just didn't all of a sudden have all of that and do all of that. She had to work really hard. And she often had to work um, when we didn't really know about it. She just, she just did the work. Um, I just admire how she, um, I mean, if you were to watch the movie, I ended up watching the movie so I could learn more about her too. Mm -hmm. um, that's what she lived and breathed was her tennis and mm -hmm. the discipline that she had to have for one thing helped her for other things too. I mean, she carried it over, which is a great thing when you learn a skill, you can use it for many different things. So maybe something you're working on for weight loss um, can help you with your relationships. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, her journey, there are some things in her journey that we'll probably touch upon today, you know, and there are things that people don't know, you know, they don't know the battle she had with her daughter, right? Um, and, get, well, let's just say giving birth, mm -hmm. right? Because that was, that was a near death experience for her. I can't help but wonder as we continue to talk about this, you know, how many different things showed up in her life that we would call obstacles that she has moved past. And, you know, I want to ask you about this for a minute. You, you know, you saw the movie and we certainly have found out much more about that. Um, how strongly did envisioning her future self play in shaping, shifting beliefs and practices for her and definitely confidence for her? Yeah. I think that was huge. She was patient enough to put the work in, patient enough to watch her sister go first, and then patient enough to wait until it was her turn to shine. Um, so she just kept after it. She put herself in competitions when her parents didn't know they were at the same, <laughs> same place for, the, for her sister, and she would be in a competition. So she just laid the groundwork she was very wise about it. She was, it was very calculated. Um, and she never gave up, even when it wasn't her first moment in the spotlight, it was her sister's, it became hers. And in the end, it was hers. So she, she put the work in. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm struck by, I wish you'd talk about it for a minute before we go to break is, and, and this is not publicity, I just want to say, this is very real. The bond between the sisters, uh, and of course, for those of you that don't know, if you're just tuning in, you know, what Georgette LePage is talking about today is really talking about, you know, my future self, who is she and what is she like inside out? And when I think about this story, and I think about people, if there was anyone that I could point to, in that arena that would have a reason for resentment, it would be Serena Williams. Just say it. Yeah, absolutely. That is not what happened between these two or the family, is it? Not at all. Not at all. In fact, I have three sisters, so I understand <laughs> the sister aspect of it. Um, and yeah, in our too. family, we use it to our advantage. Mm -hmm. It is. It is not something really, we're not competitive in an unhealthy way, nor was Serena. Mm. Um, she was patient and waited and let her sister go first. Um, but that didn't stop her from, from wanting to be the best at mm. what she could do herself. Um, it, it yeah. didn't stop the love between them either. Did not. In fact, mm. it probably made it stronger because they had to stick together. They almost took care of each other, like all along the way without some big outward showing of it. It just was natural mm. for them. In fact, for the whole family. Yeah. for the whole family. So it, it shows you that when you have a goal, it's great mm -hmm. to have support and it's great to be around people that want you to succeed. Her entire family wanted her to succeed. Mm -hmm. And, and that helps. That really does help mm -hmm. when you have backup, when you have people behind you, if you're trying to exercise more or lose weight uh, or just get your lab results down to a healthy level. It really helps to have support. And I saw that with that family. It was amazing. It was something I, I'd not really seen before that strongly. Yeah. 
you know, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about, you know, what is it about this pop culture story? And it is pop culture, but it's even more than that. You know, it is quite universal. And now I think, especially with the film, you know, people get to see some of the unspoken, untalked about uh, actually truisms of what it was like to be her, become her and become her still. When we come back, um, what Georgette's going to share with us, what are some of the beliefs? What are some of the practices? How do you build that level of confidence? But then here's the burning question that a lot of us have really had to face. What do I have to give up Mm -hmm. to become the new me? This is a really important question because maybe you're thinking, I don't have to give anything up, but maybe there might be. When we come back, we're going to talk with Georgette about what she's found about the cost of getting the results we want. And there may be but it depends on how you're thinking about it. Benny, let's take a short break. We'll be right back with Georgette LePage. Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Tune in to Transformation with Martinet every second and fourth Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Martinet and her guests are here shining their lights today through empowering stories of hardship and transformation. Begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and tune in every second and fourth Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific to Transformation with Martine. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 1230 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Illuminate your inner framework now with Shelly Hoffberg and Stephanie Salt on the show Intuitive Diagnostics on Psychic Horizons. For you to find the keys to your highest path, it is vital that you see what is happening within your inner metric of you and those around you. They'll help you utilize soul architecture so that you can unravel the highest plan of life actualization for you. Manifest your unique life mission now every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We figured by the time we turned 50, we kind of had life figured out, but we were not prepared for the realities of midlife. Tune into And That's When I Realized, the truth and comedy of midlife with me, Susan Dolce. And me, Leon Dyer, every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're not alone in these challenges, and sometimes you just gotta laugh. Find us at SusanDolce.com and LeonDyer.com. Have you known that you're on a soul path, but often wondered why you don't have the insight of how to go from here to there, or whether or not what you're doing is going to take you to where you want to go in your soul's journey? Damayante is the show for your soul. Damayante speaks to your soul, connects with your soul, and shines a light for your soul. Damayante, the show for your soul with Sarah Main, brings you insights and a pathway to your soul's journey on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When trauma is stored in the body, it can subconsciously affect and determine our life experience. Learn how the mind connects with the body and how you can pursue your own healing and growth so that your line shines brighter than ever. On the Law of Attraction Traction with host, my mom, Karine Beerfield. 
every third Tuesday of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about Kareen and her services as a holistic heart-centered counselor, visit KareenBeerfeld.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. What a great, great conversation we're having. And by the way, you can certainly weigh in 1-800-930-2819. Give us a shout. You know, today we're talking about my future self. Who is she and what is she like inside out? And this is uh, Georgette LePage's show, Why Wait, Look Better, Feel Better, Be Your Best from Inside Out. Georgette, before we really talk about continue the conversation about Serena Belize practices and what what do I have to give up? How do people find out more about you and the work you do? Good question. And my website, georgettelepage.com, um, will have lots of resources for you, all the articles I write, um, my blog, how to get in touch with me and the programs that I offer. I would love for you to check out all the content on there and see if we might be a match. And if so, you can... Um, there's a way to email me there and that gives the information is there and we can set up a little um, discovery session so we can kind of talk more about what, what I would offer you. So I would love if you could come and find me. Awesome. Um, thank you for this. And thank you for taking on this conversation mm-hmm. today, because this is a question that we are so afraid to face and mm-hmm. it is my future self. Um, and yet, on the inside, we may be longing to know what that could look like, what the possibilities. Can you, you know, talk a little bit more about, you know, you know, Serena, of course, but what did she, you know, what did she learn about herself, beliefs and practices? And, and did she have to give up something to become the new her? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And there is a cost for you for getting the results that you want. It's not necessarily a bad cost. Um, I'm here to tell you that part, but there are things you have to face. There are things you have to um, perhaps kind of um, negotiate a little bit with yourself. Um, For example, you know, when you're going to lose weight and you've got a plan, you've either figured it out or you've worked with a coach or someone to help you. What does that mean that's going to have to be given up? What's going to have to help you to move forward? Is it that you're going to have to hang out with different people who support your goals? Um, Might you have to change where you spend your time? Maybe you're not going to be going out as much um, to eat as you normally would have. Would you be spending more time outside exercising as opposed to inside, maybe watching movies and doing different things? That's just one little angle. Um, you really have to ask yourself, how important is your goal? Is it worth this? Sometimes it's not a thing that you have to give up. Sometimes it's a thought. Um, you might have to give up the regret that, how did I get here? How, that's a, a big one. Um, maybe that's slowing you down. I, I can't understand why I'm 20 pounds overweight. How did I get here? You know, by talking that through and facing and and leaving that behind and moving on, you are able to move on. Um, And I know um, back to our friend today, Serena Williams, um, when I saw what she had to give up, she did have to give up a lot of things. She did not live like every single child and teenager later did. She had tennis every day and she, that was her focus, her studying and her tennis. And she was very structured and disciplined. Um, she had to give up, um, 
you know, sometimes the, the time with friends, it was with her family mostly. And um, I mean, her family kind of set it up that way that this is, this was going to help her to be successful. And also she had to give up caring about the opinions of other people. Mm -hmm. And that was big. And that's a good one for all of us too, Mm -hmm. because um, you have to really ask, is that that important? And I know we'll be touching upon that, but you know, how much does someone else's thought about what you're doing count? Yeah. Um, And it kind of gets into people pleasing too. Yeah. And boy, it's never been more prevalent now than it is now. I mean, now we live in a world where if you are, and it doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, we have, we have children at very young ages posting on social media, right? Or yeah. at least knowing how to post on social media. So it is now a part of our life. This digital age and this digital world is so much a part of our lives. And yet we have not learned the skills, First of all, we don't do very well at learning soft skills at all, but Serena did. She learned about, you know, how to look at situations that come up, how to, you know, face situations, how to be confident in who you are. And, you know, I was really struck by that more than anything, because we just have not wrapped our minds, our hearts, and any kind of training slash education socialization around that. It is a real hot button for generations and past and generations to come because someone will always have something to say. Right, right. And also (laughs) in this day and age, everybody wants everything fast without doing the work and some patience and good old fashioned hard work together can get you to your goals uh, you may see someone on social media that looks absolutely perfect and wonderful and fabulous. And we immediately think, oh, you know, easy for them. We don't know that. You don't no. know that it didn't take two years for someone to do that work. Um, and sometimes people portray images that are, are really not very truthful as well. You'll just see all the good and you don't see the hard days. You don't see the, the days when kind of things went off the rails a little bit. But a little bit of patience as you navigate through social media and, you know, with people um, will help you to kind of keep your, your focus on your own goal and not to worry as much about what's going on around you. I call that staying in your lane. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I just, um, we saw that with the, the amount of discipline that's needed um, to reach any goal, whether it's a, a fitness goal um, nutrition goal, a health goal, you, you just have more focus, um, when you have an idea of how important it is to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the other day, um, well, actually several weeks ago, Mark and I were thinking about what are the things important to us? And we have a variety show that we do on Thursdays and out of the blue came something very different than what we normally talk about. And I think when we're, when we're investigating this question, who are we, what do we want to give up, you know, what do we give up, what, what do we hold on to? Um, and then the question then becomes, and, and please address this, how serious are we in investing in ourselves? And, and I'm not just talking about time and energy, but how willing are we to invest in ourselves, even financially? 
because that yeah. was something I had to face, right? Um, yeah. and, and, and then was there a cost of being Serena Williams, making less money than others? How did she deal with that, right? Yeah. Because this yeah. is a journey in the world of professional athletes, or shall we say, professionals in our pop culture, there is a disparity. And that disparity is either addressed or it isn't. The question is, are we willing to give that up to be who we are? Yeah, that, that is huge. That is huge. And also, it, it, means, it means making some changes. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the average person isn't too excited about changes. Our brain likes to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. Our brain likes to keep it certain. And so we are constantly probably, you know, kind of going round and round with our brain. Um, our heart and our mind are two different things. <laughs> our mind wants one thing and sometimes our heart wants the other. Um, but you have to really examine, um, you know, what the cost is to you and, and is it worth it? Is it worth some time? Your time mm -hmm. is valuable too. We didn't talk about time yet. Yep. Uh, how much time are you going to invest in this? You know, and it, nothing happens overnight. It might look that way because that's our society. We like everything to be quick and easy. Um, but in reality, the things that we put time into and that are important to us are, are worth mm -hmm. the wait. Yeah. They really are. Uh, they are. You know, it's interesting because there's a lot of co conversation about salary and salary disparity and mm -hmm. certainly in terms of athletes. But, you know, it's really interesting, yeah. uh, you know, another woman that I'll mention briefly and how she addressed this when Jennifer Lawrence was asked about the disparity between her salary and Leonardo DiCaprio in the movie Don't Look Up. You, you know, she she answered this question very interestingly and really shut a lot of people up, right? Because everybody thought there'd be a controversy about mm -hmm. it. But she says, Leo brings in more box office than I do. I'm extremely fortunate and happy with my deal. And I mm -hmm. love that level of integrity because it really leads to the integrity question around Serena Williams. Yeah. I don't think anybody and maybe you can fill us in because you've done research on this when we come back. Yeah. I do not think anybody is talking about lack of integrity, fill in the blank, Serena Williams. I don't <laughs> think it's like even in the same sentence, right? <laughs> no. no. And one of the things that you're going to talk about and help us with is how she was able to do that and how we can do it. So yeah. is this true for all of you? Are you ready for this before we go to break? Is this true for you? What people think of you is none of yours or their business. What people think of you is none of your business. I love that little. What it's people a big think one. Of you is none of your business. Okay, yes. take that in, everybody. Take that in. <laughs> because it was the number one, it was one of the first obstacles for me that I first faced in 2003. And I faced this demon early on and I have not looked back. Yep. Three what you see is what you get. Let's take a short break, Penny, when we come back. <laughs> Everybody get ready for that. What people think, none of your business, right? We'll be right back, Penny. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? 
Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Patasek the fourth Tuesday each month at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the golden age that provides truth and answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you monthly on TransformationTalkRadio.com on Knowledge Book Radio. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.com. Tune in to Awaken Your Magic Within, reveal unconscious systems to discover your unstoppable freedom power. Join me, Tracy Lynn Wallace, on TransformationTalkRadio.com the first Tuesday of each month, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, to gain insight, direction, and tools to uncover limiting beliefs. Get ready to step into your unstoppable power to discover and uncover your magic within. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Just loving it, everybody. Welcome back. Georgette, how do people find out about you? How to how do they talk with you about working with you one-on-one? Give people all that information because we're going to get right now into this, this like, uh, do we really not care what people think about us? But how do people find out about you? Okay, they can visit my website, georgettelepage.com. Um, there are a whole bunch of things there, the articles that I write, um, all of the, the past shows that we've done together here, um, and my, the programs that I offer. I also want you to read about me, learn about me and my roller coaster experience with weight loss and how I've found my way. <laughs> and you can find your way at any time. There's no age on that. And you can work with me. You can sign up there to um, get more information so we can talk one-on-one and see what fits for you so yeah okay this next area is something you help people with 
And it's really important, you know, as a certified coach, as somebody that is in the world helping other people, and especially if you're helping people around body, body image, losing weight, whatever that is, this is a thing right here. And this is the question I ask everybody to think about before we went to break. Is this true for you? What people think of you is none of your business. Is this true? Do you really believe that? And if you're entertaining it or you're not sure, what Georgette's going to talk about is how confidence, which is so important, and belief in oneself, what role they play, how critical of a factor are they in even achieving our weight loss goals, right? How do you block others? Because let's talk for a minute. I mean, both Serena and Venus, this show is about Serena, both of those women have taken a lot of grief about the way they look. I mean, right? I mean, anytime they get on a court, somebody got something to say about how much, you know, it's so funny we're talking about this. I had a friend of mine text me and ask me if I saw, um, uh, I don't know, I guess there was a short interview with Denzel Washington. And not even talking about what the interview was. The question was, did you see how much weight Denzel gained? And I'm like, no, I don't really look at Denzel. I don't really look at how much weight people gain. Holy cow. Tell us about this, Serena Williams. And what did she have to overcome, especially about this, her body and unconventional ways, right? Right, right. Handling and the haters. Yeah, there you go. And they're out there and- that, that's not going to change. So what has to change is the way that you handle them. And some of them are people that you know and love. And we'll talk about that in a second too. But I mean, I just remember, um, you know, both Serena and Venus, um, no matter what they wore to a match and they had style, they had flair, they did it differently. Um, it was criticized. And so, you know, everything, it didn't matter. It didn't matter if it really looked great. It was you know, a time for people to criticize them. And maybe, you know, sometimes Serena was criticized for her, her body size. She was not a stick figure. Um, she didn't look like every other tennis player and she did not care. She got out there, she wore her outfits, she put her hair the way she wanted and she, she was herself. And actually she ended up making a pretty nice brand for herself that way, which paved the way for other people to stop and think, why do I care so much about what other people think? And so the very first time I heard the, 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 the quote, what other people think of me is none of my business. Mm. It stopped me in my tracks because I am a person who used to care so much about what other people thought. Mm -hmm. You know, I always, I always did my nails. I always had them a pretty color. And if I didn't one week, what would people think? And, and it just dawned on me, who cares? <laughs> I am wasting brain power, which I like to, I like to preserve that now a little bit more. So I started really thinking about that. And when I work with other people, that's something that comes up every single time. It's like, what does it matter? You know, what so-and-so thinks about you or what does it matter? You know, if you're losing weight and someone else isn't, um, mm -hmm. because oftentimes when you're making changes, other people who aren't get a little nervous. And so they want to let you know, you know, what they're thinking. And that's not, that's not yeah. helpful to you. You need to yeah. stay in, stay in your lane 
and not worry, have confidence that what you're doing is, is for you and it works for you. Um, like I said, in the very first show, there is no one right way to be healthy. There are so many options from different ways to eat, different ways to move, um, everything. So you have to pick what works for mm-hmm. you and be confident. Um, believe in yourself that yeah. you, you want this badly enough and there will be people, no matter if you're famous or not, there will be people that are going to give you their opinions and, and going to tell you what they think. And it's up to you to, you know, what you do with that, because that it, will affect your, your progress. Well, let me tell, let me talk to you about something you and I talked the other day and we made up a couple of goals, right? Things that I wanted to implement and change in my life. And so let me tell you how right on you are about this, because uh, each of us have, you know, I was talking to Tracy Lynn in the last hour, each of us have this baggage that we carry that blocks our magic. And especially around our bodies. And so consequently, and this is not true for them, but Serena Williams, at a very young age, had a rigorous training program. And when you I remember the first time I saw her, not as a child, but as an adult. And I just looked and thought to myself, I can't remember the year, but I remember looking at this and saying, wow, I wish I knew her training program. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, what a powerhouse, right? These were my thoughts, right? Yeah. You know, and Venus as well. You know, I think Venus is taller. Mm-hmm. And I remember them and just thinking the first time I saw them play doubles together, they played as young people, but then they played as adults. And I remember thinking, I wonder what their training program is. I would love to have that power. I would love to have that strength. Now, that is not what the press came out with and talked about. These were two women that didn't look like other women tennis players. I think maybe one other player came close, uh, Martina mm-hmm. Navratilova mm-hmm. came close. But these two, powerful presence on the court. And all I kept thinking is, and I tried to find out, what was their training program? What was their training program? And yet, they stayed in true confidence, especially Serena being, let's just call it like it is, second fiddle for a moment. Not anymore. (laughs) Second fiddle. How did you do it? How do we not listen? Somebody said to me the other day, not knowing what I agreed to do. Wow, you're leaving early again. Like I'm the boss, right? (laughs) But I work a lot. And I did this to myself, I will come in at seven in the morning. And I'll be the last one here a lot of days. But in order for me to do what you're talking about today, that is not going to work. In order for me to actually do what you're talking about what Serena did, that level of commitment, right? Wanting to be in the best shape of my life by the 4th of July and by my birthday. I can't work from, I can't get up at five and stay till six, right? But a comment like that will stop me from leaving early today. See how vulnerable we are? Now, I caught it. I know it. 
and then I can do something about it. But we're all that vulnerable. Can you imagine how many social media posts or what somebody needs to say about your haircut or, oh my gosh, Georgette, you're not doing your nails? Really? (laughs) Right? Look at that thumb, everybody. But this is what we need the most help with. Help us here. Yeah. I mean, I used to do silly things like I love lipstick and I used to even have to put on lipstick to go to the mailbox. And then one day it hit me. How stupid is that? What? No, my mailman, I don't even see him. I, it, he does not care. Saw him a lot during COVID. I was very excited to see a human being, but you know what? Nobody cares if I didn't put lipstick on. So it was all something I was doing to myself. So nobody else was expecting that. I was setting the bar so high that I really, really cared about those things. And it wasted a lot of time. So once I started just kind of making a list of things that I did not need to to be so concerned about, and it didn't matter if I always do this, but now I don't. You know, if you go into work early, for example, and one day you don't, that's when people will say something and you you just have to come up with ways to not care. Yeah. No, you're human as well. A good response as well. I'm just trying to be human like everybody else. <laughs> but you know what's really interesting? What shocked me most is that, and this is really, and this is something, every one of us has this, right? Every one of us has this. Um, I never thought that of anybody else, right? For example, Benny and I have been together. Benny gets in at some ungodly hour and, you know, he, I think he runs his last show after this one, but it never entered my mind about that. That is a schedule and you know, that works, but there's something underneath, which is my work ethic, which came from my stepmom and my dad. My dad was never home. He was always working. Um, my mom under we were, we all had our, back in the day, you had to get like these working papers. We -hmm. all had our working papers at 13, I think, or 14, but we were working illegally down at the cigarette factory with my uncle, like very (laughs) young. But imagine being Serena Williams, holding her head up high. Isn't that the end game here for all of us? We need to have our own Serena superpower around this, don't we? I agree. I mean, if you just put yourself in her spot for a second, walk out to the court, you know, at the, say the, the French open, doesn't matter what it is. Walk out, all eyes are on you. And that's not really what happens to all of us every day. We don't have that many eyes on us, but get the feeling. And if she can do it, you can do it. If she can go out there and put on her thick skin and we all want to belong. So to, in a, in a sense, we all do care, you know, a little bit about what people think, but not to the point, you don't need to, to the point where it, it drives what you're doing and it it runs the show. That's where you come in, but put yourself in her spot. All eyes are on you, no matter what you do, no matter what mistake you make, whatever, whatever great things you do, whatever you wear, however your hair is, your nails, whatever, there are all eyes on you. And you know what? It takes a lot of courage and a lot of confidence. And if she can do it, you can show up every single day for yourself in your own reality, and you can make some changes and you can really not care about what other people think. And you know what? Chances are the funniest thing. They're probably not even paying attention. We, we think everybody's watching, you know, when you walk into a room, 
yes, people might look, but really, we're kind of all busy. (laughs) Sometimes we make things bigger of a deal than Mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. When you start, you know, tearing down those thoughts a little bit and, and you walk with confidence into a room and you have, you know, you, you, you're great with what you look like. You're great with what you have on, or even if you're not great with what you look like, you're there and you Mm -hmm. deserve to be in that room. Your confidence will carry you so far and it'll make you want to do more to work on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I love what we're talking about. Can you just comment on one thing, Benny, I'm going to go ahead and skip the break here for a minute. This is the next thing that you're talking about, and I want to get right to it because I work with women in addiction and recovery. And one of the comments we use is you need to stay in your hula hoop, right? Old school. (laughs) Every if you don't know what a hula hoop is, like you could go ahead and Google that. Benny, I think even knows what that is. I think he knows what a hula hoop is. But that's an expression, you know, that is used, stay in your own hula hoop. Now, what does that mean? You put that hula hoop around you, you don't have a lot of room. And let's talk about what this means to stay in our lane because Serena Williams, the intensity of focus, man, I am in awe, but every one of us has the ability to do what she did, to be happy, you know, to block out the media, to block out the fan criticism but talk about what it means to stay in your lane. Yeah. Stay in your lane is a classic for me. Um, probably 100% of my clients will hear that by the time we're finished working. And it, it makes so much sense. I mean, picture yourself driving. You're in a, a nice, hot, red hot sports car. You're driving in, in four lanes of traffic. In order to keep things safe, you need to stay in your lane. You can't be concerned about who's where, you know, on either side of you stay in your lane, stay focused, pay attention, be alert. It is the same thing with your goals. It is so much more effective to just really pull it in, focus inward, look at what you have to do, um, make yourself a plan. You can't just drive anywhere. You got to, you got to follow the lane, got to stay in it. And really just for your own brain chatter, all that extra that comes up and for the opinions, unsolicited usually opinions of other people, just stay focused. Just look forward. Don't look back. We don't drive cars looking backwards. Thank goodness. We may glance back every now and then to see how things are. (laughs) That's it. That's it. We are eyes on the prize forward. And it's the same thing. Keep your confidence forward. Keep your goals forward. Um, Keep reaching in the forward direction. And and that's, that's a big difference. Usually we like to all live in the past. We like to think about what didn't work, um, you know, and think, okay, I'm this age. Let me go back to my twenties. You're not in your twenties. We're right Mm -hmm. here. So stay focused and really pull it in and, you know, really don't listen to the outside chatter. You'll get compliments. You'll get encouragement. But those are few and far between compared to the criticism and, you know, if you start to eat one way and other people don't, it's threatening to them, even if that's not what you mean. Um, People are looking at themselves like, oh, I'm not doing the work, so she shouldn't be doing the work. Mm. And they just get a little scared. So if you look at it that way, but staying in your lane, again, have that visual of being in a car, the most wonderful car you can imagine, 
you know, and it's a nice sunny day and you're just staying where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, one of the things too, that I, that I am really struck by is that this doesn't mean that we are not looking at positive feedback that helps us along the way. So I want to be clear about that Yes. or feedback that helps us because nobody was under more of a microscope with feedback than both Venus and Serena Williams. Right. 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 Um, And you know, feedback of all realms, of all places. And yet they had to trust. In Serena's case, she had to trust her dad. Yeah, she sure did. She sure did. Yeah, even in the face of his instruction being very different than others. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, the the feedback. Talk about that. Feedback is important. Um, And you do with the feedback what you will. You know, often people will give you constructive criticism um, or help you give you more tools. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Use what you take, what you want, use what you can. Um, But yes, I mean, I, when I was watching the movie, the um, sometimes, you know, even her dad seems so harsh and I didn't understand, but I didn't understand until I got to the end and saw what he instilled in his family. um, in those two girls in particular, um, and I didn't, I didn't quite get that, but I did in the end. So also you may not understand what people are trying to help you with. That's okay. Soak it in, take it in and use the part of the feedback, use the part of the information people offer you or give you um, for what you need. That is certainly got to always keep lo- growing and, and learning. Totally. I, I get that. So that's a good point. That's a good point. While you're in your lane, you take in what you need. Yeah. You know, when you put this all together, it seems like a lot. And let's just really be clear. You know, you did a great way to really lay this out and use Serena Williams as an example, right? Because you, first of all, I mean, she's, she's in the headlines at the moment. Um, the movie, of course, incredible reviews and so forth and so on. But also, we're getting to know more about her. And she has been somebody that has been in your, you know, your lens, right, has Mm -hmm. been in your focus for a really long time before any of this. And I think that what we're talking about today is to know that there are so many things you and I have talked about. And if you look at Serena, right, she didn't like she didn't like eat the whole pizza at once, right? She had to learn these things along the way. What advice would you have for people listening in prioritizing their action steps? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Great point. Nothing happens and you don't take one bite of a, you know, you don't eat the whole pan of brownies. <laughs> you eat one bite. You don't eat at one big thing at one time. You don't tackle one big task at once. Everything is step by step. Have a plan. Decide what you want, where you are, where you're going to go, what's your goal. Write down action steps. No more than one or two a week is what I usually tell my clients. And one mindset goal too, because you really want to start flipping how you think about things and they go hand in hand with your action steps. But be kind to yourself. Realize that things you will achieve things if you do things in a very logical order 
that is manageable because we don't get things done that are too overwhelming for us. You have to be realistic because we all live life at the same time. Um, and so when you try to do something new, you have to make room for it. Yeah. Um, look, let's take a moment and let people know about what you do, you know, how you are helping people, coaching them through everything we've pretty much talked about today, and then reminding people of the world of unlimited possibilities. And, you know, that's really why we're talking about Serena today, you yeah. know, because on paper, uh, Serena and Venus were two least likely people right? Mm -hmm. To be yeah. Venus and Serena Williams, the way we know them today, but they are. And so sometimes what we put on paper, so to speak about our lives, mm -hmm. isn't the future we see. So please tell people how they can work with you to set that future, you know, person up and then take action. Absolutely. And if you've heard something today here, please, please know if things can happen, such big things for people like like Serena Williams, of course, with good old-fashioned hard work, they can happen for you. We can work one-on-one. -on -one. I love working one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, I do some groups as well, but mostly one-on-one -on -one because I will hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. I will help guide you. I will listen. And it's like a big puzzle. And you're going to talk your way through everything. And I'm going to help you put the pieces together. So we do work one-on-one. -on -one. That, is, that is a huge way. Um, for you to get accountability and for you to get the guidance and attention that you do need. And you need someone in your corner. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have enough of that nowadays, you know, and people like to be listened to. Um, and that's what we coaches do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a, a lot of chance for you. This is a great time. It's spring and the summer's coming and you'll want to feel as good about yourself as possible on the inside first Mm -hmm. And then on the outside, that's the order that it, it's, it's best to do. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, how do we give us the website again, if you don't mind? Of course, georgettelepage.com. You can find all of my, my things there and how to get a hold of me and set up a discovery session so that we can get started mm -hmm. and um, we can get working right away. Um, thank you for today. Um, and also thanks to Serena Williams for giving us so much to talk about. Um, what's your personal message, Georgia? What would you like to leave everybody with today? My message is that you look inward and you decide what you want and you decide, do you have the confidence? Do you have enough confidence? And if you don't have enough confidence, are you ready to figure out how to get more so that you can be your best self first on the inside, then on the outside? And how you can really start to care about yourself and care less about what other people think. You've been listening to Why Wait? Look better, feel better, be your best from the inside out with me, Georgette LePage. Tune in each month as Dr. Pat Basili and I tackle topics that are often seen as roadblocks for weight loss. Being healthy doesn't have to be hard or impossible. This show leaves you feeling empowered with new strategies and ideas to jumpstart your new health journey. If you're interested in finding out more about me, visit georgettelepage.com.